It's a little extra Lambo podcast coming to you from the palatial podcast studios right here in Spokane, Washington. How is everybody doing out there in podcast land? Hopefully you're doing well. We are warming up here in Washington state. It is getting a little bit warmer, uh, not as cold at night. It's getting about 32 degrees at night, but it is getting 50 degrees during the day. And it is wonderful getting that vitamin D being out in the sunlight and collecting those rays it's making me making a lot of people nicer and brighter and cheerful not in the doom and gloom of winter so i i keep saying i want to move to arizona move to texas new mexico somewhere where there's sunlight and i can just bathe in the sunlight but i think old lambo would still burn like a crispy chicken down there so i'm i'm battling <laughs> battling with that but anyway i do appreciate you guys for for listening following along following along along with all of my tiktok accounts twitter accounts facebook account um clapper you know every everything that i'm on um you can't use your use my hashtag uh, a little extra lambo or hashtag extra lambo on everything except for tiktok that that hashtag is gone it is censored it is no longer there you can't even use it if you use it on your videos they pull the video so um uh at 1776 account 25 is my newest podcast or the name podcast support um i've been thinking i might change my name on there and just just see which i'll probably lose the account but oh well um just see if i can't get um used my name lambo but we'll see i do see in the bio i still have a hashtag extra lambo so they haven't they haven't pulled it very interesting very interesting anyway um i have on my guest today um he is also uh one of tiktok's most banned um it is doc house from florida we have had him on before it was another great podcast if you remember i had a page, two page, whatever it was, full of notes that we talked nothing about what was on the notes. So we'll see how uh, today's podcast goes. I know I have another page of notes, and we'll see what we can get into. And and uh, you know we'll have him on um, here in just a little bit. But uh, I just wanted to say thank you to everybody. We're we're coming up on a hundred shows. 100 shows of the little extra lambo podcast and i'm very very appreciative humbled and uh, you know just want to say thank you thank you to everybody out there who who follows who subscribes hits that notification bell it all helps with the algorithm it all helps with um growing the podcast and doing you know doing what I, what my goals are and you are helping me out with that. So I appreciate you. Um, one thing I'd like you to do is go check, check out a group called change unchained. They are a, uh, a nonprofit organization that helps survivors of human trafficking. They have the burn it down ranch where they're building tiny houses for the survivors that they're able to bring back to them safely and get them reestablished of whatever needs that they, that need to be met for them to be rehabilitated. If that's the right word to use, um, the burn it down ranch, they are building, uh, number two, no, number three and number four right now of the tiny home. And then they have plans on, on 
building more. Um, they also are having an orchard. They have an orchard there with a bunch of different stuff that they are that they are growing. So I uh, please check them out, um, changeunchain.com, and um, they have a merch link purchase stuff off that merch link please and all that money goes to to them to be able to use for this uh human trafficking as well as that burn it down ranch so it's a great organization it is on tiktok change unchained it's on facebook change unchained it's on the webpage changeunchained.com. i think they're on instagram as well probably the same name so check them out please it is a great organization it is the real pandemic that is in this country right now it is not COVID. It's not the bullshit that we've been going through the last two years, three years. It is human trafficking. It is child trafficking. It is all of that nasty stuff that nobody wants to talk about that gets swept under the rug. Well, it's not my kids. It's not my family. One day it, it could be. And this organization is there to help you. So check them out, Change Unchained. Uh, also, I want to give uh, I uh, I want to give some pub to my cousin Daniel Rude. Go to evotravelagent.com uh, backslash Daniel Rude. If you have um, if you have uh, any travel plans, cruises, trips of some sort, check him out. Uh, it's a Evolution Travel. They Will help. He will help you book flights, hotels, travel plans, anything along those lines. I can almost guarantee he's going to save you money. If you already have a trip planned, you you haven't. You know, I don't know if you can get away with not booking or taking away your booking and going through him. If he can find you a better deal, but if you have a trip plan, cruise other continents, uh, Mexico, Cancun, Hawaii, uh, Italy. I, I don't care. Antarctica. No, I can't do it in Antarctica. I asked. He can get you a better deal. I can almost guarantee it. So please check him out. Daniel Rude, um, Evolution Travel. It is evo, 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 travelagent.com backslash Daniel Rude. This is on my link tree, which is link tree backslash extra Lambo. You can find him there. Um, I also on the link tree, I have... Um, I have on uh, the the Change Unchained uh, merch link as well, and as well as the the uh, Chris Barber um, link as well for the expenses for the Canadian um, trucker convoy and those lawsuits. So uh, a lot of stuff on there, lots of great information on the link tree. You can find all of my social medias. You can find all of the podcast locations. You can find... Um, yeah, you can find everything on there. But check out my cousin, um, uh, Evolution Travel, and uh, he'll definitely line you out with something great. Um, let's get Doc on. Uh, so, again, this is Doc House, and uh, we'll see if we can get into my notes. So, without further ado, without further ado, I give you Doc House. Thank you for coming on air with me today, my man. How are you? How you been down there? How's Florida weather doing? Uh, it's been cold, uh, but I appreciate you co- having me come on. But yeah, it's been. Uh, it, it's kind of like uh, we got uh, seasoned with some pollen, and then we got 
stuck right back into the fridge to marinate. So I'm assuming that we're getting ready to get stuck in the oven here in Florida for the summertime because this has just been weird. It's usually not as cold uh, this time of year. I mean, it, it was 31 degrees when I got up this morning. Wow. And uh, it's not it's not usually like that in the state of Florida. Uh, but it, it's been cold. But tomorrow, it seems like we're going to be coming out of it. I don't know if we're going to dip back down because some people are saying that right before um, – Right before Easter, it's going to be cold again. But, uh, I mean, that's well into April. And it, it's not usually like this. This is, this is definitely a different type of weather for the state of Florida right now. But I'm in a different spot. I am um, up in the panhandle now. Uh, I'm no longer located in Jacksonville. I did make a move. So I don't know. if it, But I, I'm hearing from people in Jacksonville that it, it's been cold uh, there, too. So I don't know what's going on in the state of Florida, but at least it, at least it's not sweltering hot right now, not having to deal with mosquitoes. So yeah, I got, I got a, that I got, going for I me. I got a buddy of mine that lives down in St. Pete, and he's right on the ocean. So he does a boating charter. He does some boat something on the water anyway. Takes guys fishing, sightseeing, uh, whale watching or dolphin watching, whatever. And he's he's having an absolute blast. He's actually from here in Spokane, and and. I don't know. I don't. It's not quite retired life because he's still working. But to me, from the pictures he keeps sending out, it seems pretty much like retired life, having fun. <laughs> yeah, you know, I made I made the uh, the switch from you know beach life to uh, river life because where I'm at now is uh, I'm right around the corner from the Swanee River, and uh, I am definitely in the woods. Uh, my property is, there's literally, I've got five acres now and, uh, there is nobody around. I can throw my drone up in the sky, in the sky and look around and there is nobody around me. And I absolutely love it. Uh, I love where I'm at right now. I, I made, I made the, the, me and my wife, we made the decision to leave the city and come to the country and the people here are just so much different, much more humble. Uh, it, it's just a slower paced life uh, out here in the country, and I'm, I'm just I'm thoroughly enjoying it right now. That's for sure. Was was there some prepping plans in this? Some what what do we what do you call that? In ec, uh, economic stability, environmental. Um, uh, there's a term for that. Well, this, this, this plan, uh, with my, between my wife and I, uh, started in 2020 when we saw, um, and specifically me, because I pay way more attention to what's going on than my wife does. Uh, but when I saw, and when we saw what was, what, what started happening in 2020 with the, the mandates, the lockdowns, uh, then we saw the riots, we saw an obvious stolen presidential election all in one year. Uh, both of us, we just kind of looked at each other and we're like, this, this is not going well. Uh, none of what is going on in the world is going well. And then Biden took office in 2021. And then we saw, you know, the rise in gas prices. We saw inflation start, you know, ticking up. We saw an economy that was, uh, to me, uh, from, from what I was visually seeing, was a, an economy that was being destroyed on purpose. And so her and I, we just, we started, you know, getting financially ready. Uh, we started prepping and we started just getting ready to make this move. Uh, and then in 2022 was when we actually, August of 2022 was when we actually bought our land. And so then we put our house on the market 
And thank God, with the interest rates being the way that they are, uh, we were able to sell our house. Now, we did have to put a ton of money into the house to be able to get out of it, but we were able to sell our house and we made a pretty penny off of it. And now, um, you know, here we are. So this, this has been a plan that's been in motion for about three years now. Uh, it took us a little bit of time to get ready for it. And uh, we executed this uh, extremely well. And uh, we couldn't be happier with uh, the outcome that, that, we've, that we've made. You know, from going from just talking about it to making it a reality and to be here and to have, like I said, executed it as, as, as well as we did. Uh, just was is very very good for my family my kids are outdoor kids they like being out in the woods they like being outside my six-year-old right now is just over the moon because of you know all all of what we've been able to do and and here you know there's a lot more out outdoor activities to do than there was in jacksonville uh we've got like 26 springs that are around here we've got two different rivers uh there's uh right down the street from where i'm currently staying because my property is not ready yet but where i'm staying at right now right down the street is an exotic uh farm and they've got lions they've got tigers they've got camels they've got monkeys they've got all kinds of things that my kid is just absolutely going nuts to see and so that's what we wanted for our children we wanted to raise our kids in more of a um, an environment like this than than a city environment where it's just go 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 go. Now we've been able to just take a deep breath. We've been able to to slow down and just basically, in a way, insulate and and get uh, what I think is more of a protection um, from what could possibly be coming in our future over the next seven years. Because I'm eyeing that twenty thirty date. As uh, at that 2030 year, as far as Agenda 2030 coming from the UN, the Great Reset, some of the things that you and I have talked about in the past, um, as like that end date of where whatever has been going on since 2020, the end of it is going to be 2030. Whatever these plans that these people have put into to, uh, into place and, and these actions that are being taken right now, especially with the way that the economy in the United States is going right now, I mean, it's tanking. And, and you know, the banks failing and, and uh, inflation through the roof, the stock market on a dive, you know, it, the writing is on the wall that they are trying to destroy the banking system. And um, so, you know, that, that end goal, I think, is 2030. So I wanted to get out and, and just insulate my family and get as much protection as I can uh, become more self-sufficient, um, you know, with growing our own food and having chickens and having quail and, you know, having a cow and a goat and a donkey and, you know, having enough room to really start the homestead to be able to grow and maintain you know, ourselves in the event that there is some type of catastrophic disaster. And I'm not saying that there's going to be, I'm just saying that there are things that are happening in the world today that we've all seen, we've all witnessed these last three years that there has to be some type of end game to it. And so that was, that was my whole entire idea. That was our idea. That was what we wanted to do. And like I said, we, we've executed it perfectly. Okay, well, that was uh, that's the show. Uh, thank you for listening. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I wanted I wanted to ask: Are you going to have chickens? Are you going to have a garden? Are you going to start canning? And you just yes, yes, yes. you are. So that's awesome. Yes, I'm I'm, yes. I'm happy for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. But uh, yeah, that's that's where we're going, and that's what we're doing, and and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, I've got a good job here. Uh, I just kind of fell into my lap. Um, 
we don't have city water out here. So the water that we have is well water. And, uh, I had a company come and spot where I was going to put my well on the property. And the guy that came out offered me a job right on the spot. Outstanding. Um, within five, yeah, five minutes of talking to me, he was like, why don't you come work for me? Cool. So, I mean, I got a job, right? I got a job right away. You know, I'm employed up here. I'm loving what I'm doing. Um, you know, not only am I learning how to, you know, uh, uh, make wells and how they work, uh, but I'm also learning electrical work. I'm learning uh, plumbing. I'm learning some mechanical work. So the possibilities are kind of endless of what I'm doing up here. And, and it's going to really add to some of the other, uh, some of the other things that I already know how to do. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, to, to the future as far as what I'm, what I've got going on now, as far as what everything else is going on. Oh, I don't know <laughs> yeah, about right? all that, buddy. <laughs> are, are with this well, are, did you add in a hand pump onto this well as well? As, no, because that's, that's $5,000 right there added okay. to it. Uh, yeah. Believe it or not, a hand pump well is extremely expensive. Um, uh, so no, uh, it's all going to be electric, but we are, uh, in the next probably year and a half to two years, uh, we will be going solar. And, um, I've got a friend of mine who is a, uh, pretty big, uh, solar dealer here in the state of Florida. And, uh, I've been discussing it with him. And so, uh, and I've got enough property now to where I can actually, uh, put a solar field on my property to where not only can I generate enough, uh, electricity uh, from my solar field to, to generate every uh, the, the electricity for everything that's on my property, but I'll also be able to store and uh, sell it back to the city. So I get a tax write off for that. So I've, you, I've got some plans, man. Have you talked to your, your buddy and, and, and I'm going to, I'll just, let me just go backwards on this. Elon Musk had said in an interview that he could power the entire United States on what is it? A 10 square mile or 20 square mile, you know, spot in Nevada with solar panels and he could cover the entire thing. Have you ever had a conversation with your buddy about that, about how effective solar is and, and how it's, I mean, hearing that you would think it was mismanaged or misused or miss something. Have you had a conversation with him about that? Well, here's the thing is that the powers that be don't want renewable energy. They say they do, but they want to charge you for it. I mean, it goes back to the days of Edison and Tesla. Um, you know, back back then, uh, Edison uh, was doing DC and uh, Tesla was doing AC. Tesla had come up with a way to create free electric. It, 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 it's I know this is going a little bit deep, uh, but it's I think it's the same thing that uh, the Egyptians were using uh, back when uh, the Egyptian Empire uh, was on the planet uh, with the pyramids that they were harnessing the power of the earth to and the same thing that Tesla was doing he was using the power of the earth to create uh, just never-ending electricity but you could the, the 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 people who were funding both Edison and Tesla at the time your JP Morgan your Rothschild and all of these other names that we all know about um, were funding. And because it was uh, Tesla had created free energy and then Edison had created an energy to where they could charge for it, they did away with what Tesla was, did, was, was going with and they went with Edison. And they don't, want, they don't want really renewable energy because they can't charge for it. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So solar... Solar is one of those 
renewable energy that once you go solar, it's just the sun. I mean, unless, unless they blow up the sun, then you're going to have renewable energy and it's going to be cost effective for you. So what, what, what Elon was saying is probably pretty true as far as having a 20 square mile, you know, solar field. I, I drive uh, down these backcountry roads and I see solar fields all over the place and they're all, they're all running some of these big farms. I mean, I, I've got dairy farms, I've got peanut farms, I've got carrot farms, I've got potato farms all around me. And most of them have these big fields of solar. So they're running off of solar. And it, it's a way that you don't have to pay the electric company. And you can harness enough energy to where you can sell that energy right back to the city and uh, make a pretty good amount of money plus tax write-off that you can get back on, on your taxes when you file at the end of the year. So I wouldn't be surprised if what, what, what Elon is saying is the truth as far as, you know, being able to power the whole entire United States, but the people who are in the oil industry and who are in the industry of, you know, selling electric to people, they don't really want that. So we'll yeah. see. <clears throat> and that could be a hundred square mile actually thinking about it. I, I, I mm. not very, not very, uh, it's not coming to me of what I, what it was that I was reading, but it could be a hundred, hundred square mile. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, it's yeah. a, it, it compared to the rest of the United States, it's a small, it's a small area that can cover, that can create electricity for the whole United States. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so, but it's like up here, yeah. we've got a lot of wind farms and we get wind. We've got some solar up here and Washington state's actually trying to get, um, it's this tax incentive to get, get the tops of our houses with solar panels on there to not only power our homes, but to put, put the power back into, um, you know, whatever our central, power station is in back into the grid um Mm -hmm. is it cost effective during the summer yes i i from what i from what i hear from people but the other months they still have to pay because yeah and it's all it's all about the positioning too um of where where you position uh obviously like my buddy was saying you know he would come out he would spend the day watching the sun but it, it all like you like you said it changes you know, during the summertime, it's right above your head. But then in the wintertime, you know, it's circling around in front of you. So, you know, you have to you have to be able to pick where the best spot for a whole year is. And they have to be facing towards the sun. Now, I don't know if you could do it automated to where, you know, during the summertime, they're looking one way. But then you, during once you start hitting that fall, wintertime, and the sun starts moving, that you can hit a button and they turn. Um, you know, that's, that could be, you know, a way to, you know, get past that having to pay in the winter time, um, you know, for your electric, but I don't know, I'm still new to it. Um, I, I don't have all the answers for it. Obviously I'm, I'm looking into it. I, I want to know more about it because at the end of the day, you know, with all of this push for this, you know, green, uh, energy and the green new deal and climate change and all of this, like I am, I'm one of those people where. I'm okay with starting to make a transition towards renewable energy, but at the end of the day, you cannot just sweep the rug out from underneath the floor of the oil industry. We are reliant on on oil for plastics, for tires, for, for pretty much petrol, for anything that we basically 
you know, manufacture and use right now, you cannot just kill the oil industry. That is suicide. Billions of people would die overnight if they just swept the swept the rug out from underneath the oil industry. And that's that's what a lot of too is is they're they're just making it sound like it's nothing but just gas and diesel. And that is not true. No. If you, you know, you no. put everything in electric cars, the, we still need the oil companies, but that will increase our rates for our toothpaste. That'll increase our rates for, um, you know, any, any plastic cups, plates, forks, knives, all of that stuff's going to start going through the roof because they still have to make their money to make it work to be used, you know, to pumping out the oil from the ground. Exactly. And that's what a lot of these climate change activists, I mean, some of these, some of these people that I see on TikTok, you know, like, I saw a video uh, a couple days ago of this, you know, obviously he's like a 16, 17 year old kid. And he's sitting there saying that we need to do away with farming to fight climate change. It's like, are you even listening to yourself? Do you not realize that doing away with farming uh, would make people starve to death? And that's the same exact kind of ideal when it comes to the oil companies. You can't, you can't just get rid of something that we've based our whole entire civilization on up until this point. I mean, it, it, it just, it doesn't work that, that way. Now a slow transition to where we start maybe figuring out different ways to make some of the other products that petroleum is based upon. Like you said, toothpaste. I mean, what are you going to do when you can't buy toothpaste? I mean, I mean, come on, but you know, if we can make a slow transition away from fossil fuels, I'm okay with that, mm-hmm. but it, it cannot, it cannot be overnight. It cannot be like Greta, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Thunberg. Uh, yeah. Thunberg, you know, saying well, we got to do it now. It's like, n- no, no, we can't do that. Billions of people would die. And at the end, uh, again, you know, the, the powers that be, they don't really care. You know, they, they don't, they don't care who dies, who lives or who dies. You know, it's all about a profit to them. Yeah. So and they're, they're buying know, both sides of that coin anyway. So either way they're making mm-hmm. money. It doesn't, it doesn't matter to them. Exactly. 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 So they'll, they'll get, you know, uh, the, the lithium mines, you know, that are, that are being uh, drilled to make all of these batteries for these electric cars is doing more damage to the environment than anything that, my uh, gas powered truck that I'm looking at right now does, but you're going to tell me that I can't drive that truck or I can't get on an airplane uh, when these people are, are flying, you know, private jets all over the world and uh, mining, you know, lithium in, in foreign countries that is causing just irreparable damage to the environment. And now you're going to tell me that I need to live in the pod and eat the bugs. Uh, no, you can go screw yourself. Did you hear the and interview with Bill Gates? Uh, which one? <laughs> the one where where I, I think it was a the the reporter was from London, I believe, and it asked him a question about well, what do you think about the the critics who are are getting on you about flying all over the world, but yet you know you're telling everybody that they do need to you know not travel and not move around and and you know, buy this 15 minute city concept. And, um, I don't know if it was eat bugs or not, but you know, that's, that's where, that's what he's pushing synthetic meat, eating bugs, blah, blah, blah. And his response was, well, I do so much good for the earth and I create all of these vaccines and I do so much research that I offset my carbon footprint. 
<laughs> that that is the that is the exact definition of an elitist mentality. Correct, right there. <laughs> it is. Correct. It is. I'm I'm better than you. I do more than you do. So I'm going to tell you what to do. And we're the United States of America. That doesn't fly with most people. Most people do not want to be told what to do. And it's like, it's, it's like a relationship. You know, um, if my wife tells me to do something, I'm going to be like, uh, maybe I don't want to do that. You know, it's the same type of thing. That's how, that's how we are as a people is we don't like to be told to do something. Now, if you ask us to do something, we might be like, okay, let's see what we can work out. But being told to do something and that, that showed its face with the mandate. I was just going to say that. Yes. (laughs) You you know, you, you had, you had the people like me, like you, like uh, Michael and and the other, some of the other people that we've come into contact with who were like, uh, you can't tell us what to do. You can't tell us to put on a mask. You can't tell us to inject ourselves with something that we're not comfortable with. Uh, So no, go screw yourself. Um, so, I mean, that, that's what Bill Gates is basically saying right there. It's like, I'm better than you. I get to tell you what to do. And if you don't listen to me, then, you know, there's going to be a problem. Well, no. Yeah, there's, there is a huge problem. There's a huge problem right now because you're trying to tell me to do something that you're not going to abide by, that you think you are above. And no, no, that's, that's not how any of this works. So, you know, that, that. That right there just is anybody who's listening, Bill Gates saying that, that is literally the definition of of an elitist mentality right there. And we already know that this is going on uh, over in Davos when they had the, you know, the World Economic Forum uh, meeting there for in uh, in Switzerland. They were telling Mm -hmm. us that we, you know, we need to eat bugs and we shouldn't be eating meat and, you know, the, the cattle are what is ruining the environment but yet they're over there eating uh, Wagyu beef, they're eating lobster, they're eating, you know, the the top of all, you know, delicacy foods, but yet telling the little people, you you guys just need to worry about the bugs that you're going to eat and, and maybe the grass that you're you're walking on. And that that's the mentality. That's that elitist <laughs> mentality. Yes. It's like, it's like the Hunger Games. You know, the capital city and the Hunger Games was just full of just decadence. And they had everything that, that, that you could possibly imagine, but they're sitting there telling all the other districts what to do. And, and all the other districts, you know, were, were being forced to eat whatever they could find. And I mean, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of the way that they, it, it seems like the trajectory of the future is going is that they want to completely destroy the middle class and it has to be the elite and the serfs going back to, you know, how things were in the dark ages. And, you know, it kind of does seem like we're heading towards another dark age, you know, uh, but with how, how they botched um, COVID and the amount of people that woke up because of it, I don't, I don't know if they really understand the bear that they're poking right now. Uh, I don't think they understand that there are, there are people like us who uh, we're not going to, we're not going to comply. You know, out here in the country, like I, I'm sitting out here, I'm, I'm, I'm outside, I'm, I'm surrounded by wood. I've got, you know, people that I've met here, they're just good old boys. 
And all of them are like, no, I, I'm not doing anything that they, that they tell me to do. You know, they're going to have, they're going to be very hard pressed to completely get everybody to fall lockstep. Now that they, they kind of peeled back the curtain and showed their hand with, um, with what they did with COVID. And I, I don't, I don't know if they really understand, you know, we've got, we've got more guns than any standing army in the entire world inside of this country right now. Like I, I don't, I don't really, you know, and this may sound um, kind of bad, but I don't really care what happens to any country uh, other than the United States. I, I am America first. Like these are my people. This is my land. This, this is where I grew up. This is what I care about. When I open my eyes and I look out, this is, this is, this is me. And this is where I care about. So I don't care what happens in Great Britain. I, those, those people have already surrendered basically all of their rights to the government. Same way in France, same way in Germany, same way in all these other countries, especially Australia. Oh boy. Everything that you, that we saw that, you know, on TikTok, on Twitter, uh, on social media about how it basically Australia was turning into a concentration ca- camp. Lambo, I'm telling you right now that that's it, that, that all happened. I've got a friend that and his wife who escaped Australia, they sold their business and their home and they came back to Florida and uh, I got a chance to sit down and talk to them uh, a couple months ago. And uh, everything that we saw that was going on in Australia was the exact truth. He said, man, there was, there was, there was uh, uh, tents that were popping up everywhere. And he said, it started to feel like a concentration camp everywhere that you went. And so he was like, everything that you saw on social media, it was really true. Even though the government tried to play it down. No, 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 no. This is not happening. Uh, yeah, it, it really was. So I don't really, I don't really care about what, what's going on over there. I really care about my people. I care about my home. And, um, you know, I, I just don't know if these, these people who are, are running this, this operation right now really understand what, what type of bear they're poking. So let's Monday morning quarterback that. Okay. Okay. So let's go, let's go into COVID. Okay. And let's just assume, and I've talked about this several times, and I think you and I actually talked about it too, that let's assume that Donald Trump wasn't placed into the spot, okay, and that Hillary was supposed to win and COVID hit. We already knew before through in the Obama administration that we were told that there will be a pandemic or something in the next administration. They already came out saying that. Now. Yep. If Hillary would have won, let's just assume that she just it's it's ultimate lockdown because she would have free reign to do so. <clears throat> and what do you do? You think that they were they assumed that we were just gonna take a knee, that we were just gonna comply to all the mandates, that we were just gonna you know not think for ourselves, that we were just gonna wear masks, two masks, three masks, and visors everywhere, got the injection. Did they think we were just going to sit back and take everything that they were giving to us? Uh, um, um, they had to have been smarter than that. Um, they, yes, I think they did. And here's why. So in 2001, uh, the Rockefeller Center released a paper called Operation Lockstep. And it basically outlined everything that we saw happen in 2020. Uh, it, it outlined the release of a virus that uh, was effective at uh, taking out basically the elderly, and uh, it would have every single country uh, operate in what lockstep. Uh, and we saw that in 2020. I mean, it was like every single country 
besides the United States, because of Donald Trump as president, operated the same exact way. Uh, the lockdowns, the mandates, this, 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 this. Everybody, everybody in, in, in Europe and, and all around the world, they all operated the same exact way. So um, I think, and, and here's where we're going to Monday morning quarterback it, okay? Because here's what I think. I think that Hillary Clinton was the chosen one. I think that she was supposed to win the 2016 election and that they were not prepared uh, because there was obviously voter fraud, uh, but they didn't have enough voter fraud uh, in order to snuff out people like me. I was a registered independent in 2016. I had never voted for the president. I had never voted in my entire life prior to 2016 because I never believed in anybody. But I started to believe in Donald Trump. And so I said, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. They were not ready for people like me because I couldn't be polled. I was an independent registered voter. I never voted before. So I, the, the polling that they were saying, that they, that they were showing, was not uh, ready for people like me. And I think that we beat the voter fraud system because we came out in numbers for Donald Trump. And so the, the whole entire plan was to go from Obama to Hillary. And then I think COVID was actually supposed to be a thing in about 2018, 20, maybe towards the end of 2018, beginning of 2019. And I don't think that the 2020 election was ever supposed to happen. I think that the underneath the uh, Clinton administration, that they would have locked down things so tight that an election would not have happened in 2020. That's my theory. And so Hillary Clinton would have been default president until 2024. Now, if you do remember, uh, Agenda 2030 from the UN was actually called Agenda 2021. Uh, Correct. Uh, yeah, it was, it was Ag Agenda 21. And then when Donald Trump became president, it all of a sudden changed the agenda or 2030. So I think that the whole entire operation of COVID uh, was supposed to uh, take place earlier than in 2020. Now they had to use that to get Donald Trump out of office because he was not going along with everything that they wanted. Uh, and then in Operation Lockstep uh, from the Rockefeller Center, like I mentioned earlier, is that they were going to introduce a passport a digital passport and they were going to uh, introduce the vaccine and anybody who didn't go along with it. Once you, when they saw how many people were not going along with it, or they, if they encountered a lot of resistance to it, they're going to release another virus. This one with a higher mortality rate that affected children that affected um, young, healthy adults too. So that's where I'm saying right now that I think that, the COVID vaccine was, it, it was created in order to start lowering people's immune systems, which we've seen a lot of studies coming out showing that the vaccine actually does lower people's immune systems. So what's going to happen when they release that next virus? All those people who got that vaccine are going to perish because they have no, and they have no immune system. So I think that is going to be the next step. I think there is going to, I think COVID that we saw, they had to kind of reorganize their plans. And I think it was kind of a test run to see how many people were going to comply with the mandates and the lockdowns. And now that they've got, they've, they've got it, they know how, how many people did not comply that there's going to be another virus on the horizon. That's going to be devastating. So 
No, I, I agree with that as well. Um, and I, I just want to add that the, that operation turned into the trial of, um, event 201. And that was, yeah, that yeah, was exactly. it, them playing it out. Well, then that event mm-hmm. turned into actual COVID. And then now we have mm-hmm. event 25, which yep. if you want to, you know, continue on down that rabbit hole, something will happen before 25. I would assume the election as well. Um, yep. You know, but I thought that the last election, I didn't think we were going to have a have a, a 2022 election. So I don't know if I can come out and say, well, we're not going to have a 24 election and then we have another one. And so I'm just I'm going to stay away from staying that. <laughs> well, you know, the 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 midterm election was is definitely nowhere near as important as the 24 election is going to be. Um, you know, they've got this old decrepit bag of bones in the, in the white house right now who, you know, he just, he'll, he'll, he'll give a, you know, a a press speech and then he won't even take any questions. He'll just turn around and scurry away. Like you heard tapioca pudding was in the lunchroom or something, you know, (laughs) Oh, gotta go. Oh, Oh, I'm about to shit my pants. Um, you know, so it, it, you know, obviously, Joe Biden is not in control of this country. Uh, you, 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 there's, and to hear any type of liberal pushback on that, it's just like, are you even watching? Do you even do you even listen to this man when he speaks? Um, you know, when he's out there, when, when he gave that speech last year in, the, in front of that blood red, uh, blood red background where he was calling MAGA, you know, terrorists and extremists, and, and then you know he, he's jumbling his words. The dude's brain obviously does not work, and anybody who who isn't stupid can look at him and say, is sh- like, see that he's showing early signs of dementia. So there's absolutely no way that this political establishment, and that includes the Republicans like Mitch McConnell and some of these other assholes that are still, you know, running things inside of our government uh, on the Republican side too. You know, this political establishment, there's absolutely no way that they can run him in 2024. There's no, so, no way. I, I, and so, you know, I, I, I do feel like there is another event on the horizon that is going to affect 2024. I mean, look at, look at what happened in 2020. We went from, Donald Trump beating his second impeachment, and then a week later, COVID showed up. I, it was seriously that was the time frame. Donald Trump was standing up there with his paper that said, you know, um, whatever, you know, exonerated or whatever, and he's, you know, showing it off. And then I, I, I I'm, I'm telling you right now, it was a week later we started hearing about COVID. Yep. So we went from we went from impeachment number two right into COVID. We went from COVID right into the riots. We went from the riots right into the 2020 election. I mean, you want to talk about a roller coaster. That was a roller coaster. And it, it, I would not put it past these people who are in charge, who, who, who obviously rigged the 2020 election to do some, something else, some big event that is going to have a major effect on 2024. And it could be the arrest of Donald Trump could be the beginning of it. Who do you think is going to run for the Democrats if Joe Biden does not run? Gavin Newsom. I believe so as well. Or Gavin Jeffries. Newsom, Hakeem Gavin, Jeffries. Yeah, um, I don't think Hakeem Jeffries will just because he just got uh, basically control 
of the, uh, the, the Democratic Party as far as the House is concerned. I think he's going to probably sit back. Um, and and I think I think Gavin Newsom is kind of their golden boy. He's like the anti uh, Ron DeSantis. Well, he's a Pelosi as well. You know, yeah. You know, I, I think I think more than likely they'll 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 position Gavin Newsom um, to take on because I know there's going to be some Democrats that are going to try to take on Biden, which is unheard of because it's usually incumbent is just, you know, kind of pushed up there. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody ever nobody ever goes against the incumbent. But I don't know. We'll see. You know, we're 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 getting really, really close to um, election season. Um, I think during the summertime you'll start to see things start to heat up. And then in the fall, um, that's when, that's when the real, that's when the real election season will begin. Um, so we'll see, but like I, like I've been saying, you know, I'm not going to put it past these people to have some type of event that is going to completely alter, um, the course for 2024. You know, we're, we're living in, in historical times, um, right now. And, uh, I, I just, I wouldn't put it past them. Has your governor said anything about running? Um, No, not yet. But I will tell you that he is definitely on a campaign style um, uh, kick right now. Uh, You know, he released that book and he's been going around. And oddly enough, my dad actually uh, went to his press conference when he was in Jacksonville and got inside and had and the governor signed his book. But I asked him, I was like, Dad, what do you talk about? And he goes, oh, he, he's, he's basically launching his presidential bid. So uh, I do believe Ron will, is, he'll announce, but he's going to wait until basically the last minute because he's, he's, he's the only challenger to Trump right now. I believe I mean, it's so. it's Trump and then DeSantis. And I would honestly love it if it went Trump, Trump DeSantis 2024 and then DeSantis Gates uh, 2028. That would be that would be my that would be my, what I would want. I love Matt Gates. I, I smell what just, you're cooking. <laughs> you know, I, I think that would I think that would be the the, the course that we need to take. Um, but you know, here's the thing: is Gates has come out against everything that's going on in Ukraine. He's come out and said we need to stop sending them billions of dollars. Um, but you know, Ukraine is basically just a money laundering operation for. Uh, these people who are in charge, the, the military industrial complex, war is big money. War is always going to be big money. And, and until, uh, you know, until we can stop sucking at the tit of the military industrial complex, war is always going to be a thing. And if, if you, you know, look at what Trump did in four years that uh, he was president, uh, no new wars. We started bringing our troops home. Uh, and that, that doesn't bode well for these multi-billion dollar uh, military uh, like Lockheed Martin, uh, it doesn't bode well for them because they have nobody to sell their weapons to. So, um, you know, uh, I think it was, it wasn't Woodrow Wilson. It might've been Woodrow Wilson um, back in the uh, early, early 1900s. He warned of the dangers of the military industrial complex. And uh, that was one of the things that Kennedy warned about too. And, um, you know, so the, the military industrial complex definitely has a, a huge grip on, on who's going to actually control things. So, uh, but I mean, that's, that's just, I, I, I just, I don't know, you know, I kind of went off on a tangent there about the military industrial complex, but, uh, 
you know, I, as far as 2024 is concerned, uh, I'm just, I, it, I'm not a psychic. I can't predict the future, but I just have this feeling that something big will happen that will affect what's going to happen in 2024. Do you, do you think Trump should run in 24 or do yes. you think he should sit back, let somebody else run? And I don't think DeSantis should run either. I don't think we should lose mm. Florida because it's such a, a big state and he's not going to allow the bullshit that happened in Arizona, the stolen election there happened in Florida. Mm. That's the only reason yeah. I would say not to have him run because he's going to sniff that out. But I agree. But I don't know if, because I didn't vote for Trump the first time. I voted him against Biden. 100% I did, but I didn't vote for him the first time. And I don't know, like, I, I like his policies. I like what he stands for. I like he's America first. I love the 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 big balls that he's got. Um, you know, but when it comes to the temperament, when it comes to the, the exaggerative speaking that he does, I could do without. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of been his problem and that's been a lot of people's problem with him. Uh, but I will say that it doesn't bother me, uh, because I like the fact that when somebody punches Trump, he punches back. And that's, that's, that to me is America right there. Um, the fact that he doesn't just take it and not say anything about it, 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 that when, when somebody says something about him or, he just, he, he doesn't have a filter. And I kind of like that because it's different. It's different than what we've had up until this point. You know, uh, he's uh, not political. Politicians know political. how to speak. They know how to be gentle. Yeah. He's a businessman. Yeah, 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 exactly. And that's, that's exactly kind of what we need to course correct this ship. And he was course correcting the ship before the election was stolen from. And so, you know, if we had, if we had Donald Trump in office right now, nothing that's going on in Ukraine, if there is anything going on in Ukraine, I'm still trying to figure that out. Um, but that wouldn't be happening right now. Uh, we, we would, we would have a strong economy. We were rebounding at the end of 2020. We were on the, or like in the summer to the fall of 2020, we were rebounding from what the economic disaster that was caused by COVID. We were rebounding. And then all of a sudden, Biden gets in there, first day of office, no, uh, no Keystone Pipeline, mm -hmm. 10,000 jobs right there, gone, you know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, that started our trek towards where we see gas prices are. And, and, you know, do you remember when gas prices, like, spiked to, like, 6 7 $9 oh, yeah. out oh, in yeah. California? Yeah, it was almost, like, it was almost $5 here in Florida, which we had never seen before. And then all of a sudden, they just kind of slowly trickled back down to exactly what we were paying prior to the Trump administration. How funny is that? And yeah. now nobody cares. No. Now everybody's like, well, at least it's about $5. It's like, no, come on, guys. Like, pay attention. But, um, you know, um, going back to, you know, him running, I, I think he has unfinished business. And I, I, I can see that he is a prideful man. And I can see that he wants to prove that he can do it again. He can win for the third time. Um, and, and I think that it, 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 we, we need him to, to finish what he had set out to do. And I think with DeSantis as VP, that him and DeSantis together 
And I think they're kind of playing, like, I think Trump and DeSantis are kind of playing the media right now with this whole kind of bickering back and forth with each other. Um, but I think him and DeSantis together, uh, uh, controlling the executive branch, I, I think that would just be uh, monumental for our country. And but I want to believe that the, as well. That, I want to believe they're trolling the press. Yeah, I think they are. Um, but, uh, you know, that, but the establishment, the people who are in power, the people who really, you know, control the things behind the scenes, the people who we don't even know their names, they're not going to, they're not going to go down silently. I mean, this, this is, this is about power and this is, this is about, you know, controlling basically the entire world. But, um, you know, they're, they're going to have to first and foremost, because I, I do see the writing on the wall that they want to, they want to introduce a, a CBDC or a central bank digital currency mm-hmm. um, because they can have way more control over a digital asset like that. And they want to do away with cash money um, and, and they want to do away with the dollar. And it's it's coming. And I think that this whole banking crisis that is starting to show now is, is going to get worse. And um, I think we're going to see more banks collapse here in the future. And uh, I, I think uh, I, I, they're going to have to basically get complete control over people's money. And I think that's the way that we're going right now. But, uh, but you know, going back to the, the Trump thing, I, I think if we, if we can get him back into office, if, if somehow we can beat the voter fraud um, that they obviously – slammed into our face i mean it, it, we saw it in 2022 there was obvious voter fraud i mean Arizona, the same exact it was clear thing, as day this, yeah it, i mean the same exact thing happened and, and they they know they can get away with it they know because they've got complete control over the courts they got complete control over the legislative branch they got complete control over <laughs> all of the states um and, and I, I just i don't know what we can do at this point other than either watch it burn or some type of revolution. I mean, that's all there is to it. I want to go. I want to go back to the bank real quick. Now, I don't. I don't okay. know how banks work. I'm not a financial guy at all. I can balance a checkbook, but I'm not. I'd like these. The differences between banks. You got banks and credit unions, state banks. Then you've got these mm-hmm. international conglomerates. You've got you know. There, there's just a lot there that I don't understand. But I sit and think all day long. And we know that Ukraine with FTX, FTX was kind of a middleman of some sort to give back to the elites, to give back to the the Democratic Party, along with some Republicans. Um, What if that was just another FTX? What if these larger banks, like Silicon Valley Bank and uh, whatever the other one was that, that just went down, what if they're just another FTX? that they had to show that they were crashing so that they could get the government money to cover all of the assets, which then is basically a write-off at some point for the people who actually own or who have these loans through the banks. Because who's, who's auditing any of this shit when they're, when they're getting the money? What if it's just lost? Nobody. What if it's just lost? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> just kind of like the, uh, Pentagon misplaced trillions of dollars the day before 9-11 happened. Um, where did that, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's all a scam. Uh, our whole entire banking institutions, uh, our financial, it, it, because our dollar has nothing backing it. 
No. It doesn't have any natural debt. resources we have backing debt it. It, backing it, it. it. Well, yes, pretty much, pretty much. And so, you know, and that, that's, that's the same, that's the truth for the, the British pound. Uh, that's the same for the Canadian, uh, whatever they use up there. Um, you know, I, and I, I just got sent a video um, and it was about uh, Muammar Gaddafi and the reason why Muammar Gaddafi had to be killed mm-hmm. because he had rallied the, um, the leaders in Africa to come together to create their own central bank. And they were, gonna, they were going to uh, release a currency that was backed by the natural resources that are in Africa. And so it was going to be, uh, it was basically going to throw the whole entire world economic order, uh, financial order into chaos because every, almost every single country in the world has a Rothschild central bank including the United States, the Federal Reserve. There's nothing federal. We all know this. There's nothing federal about the Federal Reserve. It's a private entity. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, what Gaddafi and the leaders in Africa were going to do um, was create you know, a, a new uh, form of currency that actually had something that was backing it. Our whole entire world financial structure is based on like what you said. Debt. It's all debt. We're never, it's, it's perpetual. We're never going to get out of it because there's absolutely nothing backing our currency. So every, I think it's like, I can't remember if it's every like 75 years, every hundred years or something like that. Um, the, the, the economic structure gets, uh, uh, restructured. And I think we're getting to that point right now where they're going to collapse our old economic structure and reintroduce this new digital currency and it's already and, been tested uh, it's already been yep. proven to work in, mm-hmm. in china for the elites not not for the people mm-hmm. but no, not how the they're people. how they're going to set it up is exactly what they're doing in china mm-hmm. yep a social credit score goodbye goodbye what your credit score is now here in, in the united states whether it be good whether it be bad it'll be a social credit score uh, if you post something online that goes against whatever the, the rules are you're going to be docked and your money is going to be cut off and they can cut it off. Now they'll be able to tell you, uh, well, Hey, you spent X amount of dollars or whatever they're going to call it. Um, crypto on, um, ammunition for, for the year. You, you are no longer allowed to buy any more ammunition. So if you go to swipe your card for the central bank digital currency for ammunition and you're over, you're allotted, you know, amount, it'll, it'll deny it. Oh, you bought too much gas this month. You can no longer buy any more gas. They're going to have complete control over your wallet. And if they have complete control over your finances, they own you. Now you are a hundred percent a slave. Mm-hmm. Yep. A slave. Yep. There, you and there's no nothing other word. You will that, like it. And didn't we yep. already have a credit card company doing that? Weren't they leaking information? Yes. Um, Master, think, was it MasterCard? I think it was MasterCard. It was either MasterCard or it was Discover. I can't remember. It was one of those two. But uh, yes, they were. They were. They were tracking everything that was that their customers were spending, and they were turning over that information to the government. Yay! Jesus. <laughs> yeah. no, number one, I mean, how was that even legal? 
you know, it's num- not. No, number two, why has there not been a lawsuit against whichever card company this was? Too much power. They have too much power. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's that, it's that same idea right there where they're, they're going to track and trace everything that you buy. And then, and then let's take it to another level. Now they're pushing these electric cars. They're going to track and trace everywhere that you go. Mm-hmm. They're going to track and trace what your carbon footprint is. Oh, well, so, uh, you, 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 you ran your, uh, your AC a little bit too much. Uh, so now your car is locked and you can't drive to work. And, and just to preface this, this is, this is not a conspiracy theory. This has been talked about as an individual carbon footprint in Davos that that's what these elites want. They want to be able to figure out every little movement, every little expenditure, every little carbon footprint you have, and they want to monetize it or not monetize it. They want to track it. So that way you are in compliance on a day-to-day basis. And it's, it's funny like that you, you know, say that this is not a conspiracy theory. No, this is, this is a fact. What we're talking about right now is what they are talking about in Davos and, and they're not even hiding it, but it's not being broadcasted all over the corporate media because they, they, they don't want everybody to, they want to say, here's what we're going to do, but they just don't want your average Joe to know what they're doing because your average Joe is going to be like, um, excuse me, what? They uh, can't No, My response is they can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. But they're going to, they're going <laughs> they're to, going to. And yeah. It, it, yeah, they're going to, I mean, it, it, that's, you know, it, it, the, the, and this, this goes back into operation lockstep too. Um, you know, they've, they've got complete control over, uh, all of the international fight of, uh, institutions like the IMF, um, it, it, the, the UN, I mean, it, it just, the tentacles of these global elites runs deep. It runs very, very deep. And, and they're telling us, this is what we have in pla- uh, have you know planned for, for you. Now, we're not going to abide by any of this, but this is what you're going to do. And um, that goes back into what we were saying about the elitist mentality. They think they're better than everybody. And they call us useless eaters. That's what they call us. They call us useless eaters. And this isn't, this isn't about saving the planet. The planet is going to be just fine. The planet is always going to be just mm-hmm. fine. This is, about, this is about power. This is about control. This is about money. And I th- believe it's generational. Day, I believe, yeah. I believe yeah. that it, it does, it's not about this, this generation. I don't believe mm-hmm. it's about, and, and I'm talking about the elites when I say this, it's not about them. Mm-hmm. It's not about their children. I believe it's the grandchildren, then the generation after that, the generation after that. They're mm-hmm. trying to get as much population as they can off of this earth so that way the, the earth can mm-hmm. then regenerate like it was how we grew up with a less amount of population so that they have all of this vast area that now that those generations can go and rebuy. They can mm-hmm. they can create more wealth than they even created for the next generations after them that's what i that's what i believe all of this is for yes yes um and and i'll I'll definitely agree that this is a a population control agenda um you know bill gates is already on record saying that there's too many people on the planet and he's on he's on film saying 
that we can reduce the population through vaccines. Huh. Yeah. Well, how In about his that? own words. His own words. His own words. And, and then you got all these people who are just dying suddenly. You know, okay. Oh, let, me, let me bring that up real quick. I want to touch on that subject. Um, dying, died suddenly. Most of us who you know have been paying attention have probably seen that documentary. You have, right, Lando? I, I have not. It's on the Burrow which is on Roku if okay. you want to go check it out. I have not mm-hmm. I have not watched Died Suddenly yet. I've watched okay. some other stuff, well, but I have not got to that one. But I okay, know all about it. You need to watch that. Okay, good. So when before prior to, to 2020 and, and the rollout of the vaccine, you know, there would always be like a celebrity that would die. And then like my mom always used to say, now watch there's going to be two more celebrities that die. And it'd be like, it, cause it was always the rule of three. Yep. One celebrity <laughs> would die and then two more would die right after it. And then th- that would just be the cycle. And then it would go, you'd go months, maybe even a year or something. And then a celebrity would die and then two more would die. It was always like that. Always. I remember it very vividly, very vividly. Cause me and my mom, we would talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Be like, Oh, Hey, the celebrity just died. I'll wonder who the next two are going to be. That was the thing. Well, have you noticed, that almost, I don't know, every other day, you're getting an update about some celebrity dying. Yeah. Almost every single day, some celebrity is dying. And, and they're usually in their elderly age. Or some of them, like that guy from John Wick, uh, the black guy who was the, uh, the guy behind the counter for John Wick, he was only like 59 years old and he just died. What? 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 I mean, you, you've got all of these hip hop artists, uh, you've got all kinds of, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, sports athletes that are just all of a sudden just dying out of nowhere. And that's not normal. Now that's just celebrity. Lance. The amount of was his name. Lance Reddick. There you go. Yep. He, yeah, he just passed away. Um, and, and with no cause of death listed, no cause of death. It wasn't like, uh, yeah, he, you know, got into a car accident or, a plane crash or, you know, uh, it was actually had cancer and, you know, finally lost his bout with cancer. They just say he, he just died. Y'all aren't what our government wants. So I did a response video to that. And I said, um, could you just take a second and read what you just wrote? Do you really think that we like it complying with the government has ever worked out? well for anyone in history you know the the german people complied with the nazis and look at what happened there the holocaust happened and you know so i I read it and i said i was like you know there are studies out right now that that show that the covid vaccine actually lowers your immune system so what's going to happen to the people who don't have an immune system when the next big virus comes go ahead i'll wait Still waiting. Still, still, I'm, I'm still waiting. I, I don't think she's responded. Um, but, you know, that that's... It's so frustrating. I've had that comment as well of, of you know, why would they want to get rid of the complied ones when it's the uncomplied that they don't want to deal with? You know, I've, I've, I've had that comment several hundred times on my posts. Yeah. The, the problem is, is it's not a, they don't care. 
they're going to get us one way or the other, or else they have another thing that comes out that the, the, whoever has the vaccine already will be immune. Something is going to happen there. If they want to have this mass genocide of, of billions of people, they're going to figure out how to do it anyway. On the other yeah. side of that though, you're stuck. Cause let's play this out again. You have another, another pandemic or else this one just keeps continuing. You keep getting your booster after booster after booster, but then that becomes your immune system. Now you're stuck. You have to continue getting your boosters every two and a half months or else another illness is going to affect you even worse than just the common cold. Now you're stuck under government control. Oh, you want your vaccine? You want your your immune your your liquid immunity? You need to comply with what the government is pushing upon you. So you're stuck. That's you're true. already a you're already a zombie for them. Yep. Yep. And that's terrifying, man. Absolutely. I mean, it's like being stuck in a rock. It's being stuck in a rock in a hard place. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's no decision to be made there. It's, I mean, obviously my decision is, uh, I'm not complying for shit. And if something gets me, then you know what? I lived a pretty good life, Yep. but I'm not, I'm not going to bend the knee. I'm never going to bend the knee. I, I am one of those people. I will never, ever, ever comply with anything that the government says to do because I am a, a person of history and I know that compliance equals death. No matter how you look at it, do you have any friends you can, you that teach com- history? Um, no, it's just been my. Uh, it was what I was good in school, and I, I loved history things. growing up. Yeah, yeah, and you know I can't remember what I ate yesterday, but I can tell you <laughs> when Pearl Harbor happened. You know what I mean? Like- <laughs> I ask you that because I've I've got one friend in particular <laughs> who is a history teacher, but yet mm-hmm. sees nothing of what is going on today as comparable to what had happened, you know, to the, to let's just say the Nazis in world war two to, um, you know, to the, what the British were doing before they invaded America. The, the, yeah. the correlation is missing there to them. It's it, to me, it's right in front of your face. They're doing exactly the same thing. Um, mm-hmm. operation Northwood with, you yep. know, when, when a U.S. was trying to make a fake in, you know, problem with with cuba we're doing that now russia yep. you know they're the the this media is just under complete control and our local media is absolutely fucking terrible it is such a propaganda horror for the for the national cbs nbc's that it, you can't watch it anymore it is unwatchable and unreadable news the only reason i follow it on facebook is because of school you know updates anything like that delays whatever mm-hmm. with the schools they're they're right on top of that for the public and but the propaganda that this the our local media pushes out is complete bullshit well yes yeah, it's, it's part of operation mockingbird from the cia from the 1950s yep. um you know when you when you've got uh, what a crazy corporations. story have you have you, know, do you know right? the whole thing about that um i know they got caught and uh, they had to testify before congress saying like yes We've got, um, you know, agents that we are placing within news organizations and they were like, okay, we're not going to do it anymore. Wink, wink. And they kept doing it. And I mean, it's just, it's, 
gotten even worse, especially when you got what six corporations that control 90 something percent of the, the media that Americans mm-hmm. digest around, yep. or, you know, around the world. Yep. You know, I mean, it's just they, they've, they've got complete control. So when it, it, there's a thing called uh, 4 a.m. talking point and at 4 a.m. every single day, the, 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 the mass uh, media conglomerate send down the pipeline what they want their people to say. And it goes all the way from the national to the local level. And, um, so, I mean, they've got complete, it's mind, it is basically mind control. Um, when, you know, you, you think about words like television, television, um, TV programming, what, what, what do you do with a computer when you're trying to make it do something? You program, it. Uh-huh. um, channel, a channel, you know, what, what is, um, you know, something that when, uh, like, you know, those occult people when they're trying to channel something into somebody. I mean, it's all hidden in our language right in front of our eyes. So when you look at the television, you know, it is a mind, it's a mind control box. It is, it is a mind control box. And, um, so, you know, with, with operation mockingbird, I mean, it's, it's right out there. I mean, you, you can, you can see it, you can, you can hear it, but unless you've actually unplugged, and taking a step back and looked at it for what it really is, most people aren't going to fucking do that. Most people just like to sit there and watch their Netflix or watch their news or watch whatever they want to, and they just go into like this, you know, zombified, you know, mind control. Yep. And um, so I, I can offer yeah, like you, you two saying, pills. <laughs> one's going to awaken you. Yeah, one'll keep yeah. you asleep. Yep, yep, yep. So I mean, that's that's kind of, that's where we are. I mean, it, it's 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 so blatant you know to, to people like me and you um but to the average person who is uninitiated um who hasn't unplugged they, they don't care i mean they, they just they don't care they I don't would, give a shit what i would advise that. anybody anybody listening to look into um operation northwood i would uh, operation mockingbird and dive into those we can i can do specific podcast on them but it, it's pretty boring unless you're into that and then you're like oh ooh, no way no way that that happened really you, you'll, get, <laughs> you'll, you'll find interest in it if you if you are into that kind of stuff but the that mm-hmm. mockingbird it's it was a slow it was a slow calculated move that our cia used to gain the control and not the control gain the trust of the american citizens Yep. And then they can move in. Liberals are liberals are patient. Republicans, they're they're reactionary. It's it's you know something happens, boom, we've got a reaction for it. Liberals have a plan that, and it's slow. It's methodical. It takes decades mm-hmm. to do. And I believe these mm-hmm. old crusty fucks, they're they're about ready to die, and they want to see their plan come to fruition. So that's another reason why this has moved that timeline, that 2030 agenda has now moved up into like 28. This needs to happen now, otherwise we're not going to make it to see it happen. So we, we've got yep. things going on that are completely out of our control, but we, we can see it happening. We know what's going to happen because yep. they're telling you it's happening. They don't care. That's the scary thing. They don't care. Well, I mean, that's kind of, kind of one of the, one of the rules of, um, the occult and of Satanism. I, I mean, obviously you and I have never, ever had 
any kind of discussion about religion and what our religious beliefs are. But one of the rules of Satanism is that they have to tell you. They have to show us what they want to do and what they're going to do. It's one of their rules. Interesting. And yes, yes. Um, that's something I found out <coughs> um, <coughs> when I was going on a, a deep dive into the occult and what, what Satanism, you know, is, is really all about. And, you know, cause my, my theory is I, I do believe in God. Um, I believe in the devil. I believe that there's good. I believe that there's evil. I believe that there's light. I believe that there's dark. I believe that you cannot have one without the other. Now, when it comes to the Bible, you know, it does say that the world is the devil's playground and it wouldn't say that if it wasn't kind of true. So, I mean, look at how much evil happens in this world. Look mm-hmm. at, you know, the pedophilia, look at the murders, the death, you know, and, and the war and the disease and, and, and the things that, you know, are just awful on this planet. And uh, it, it goes without saying, it, it really is the devil's playground. So it, if that is the case, you know, you, you hear all these conspiracy, conspiracy theories about like the Illuminati, the Freemasons, the Council of 300. Um, and and I, I did watch this really, really good documentary couple years ago that kind of explained it and i I think that at the center of it all is lucifer and i think that the 13 bloodlines of the original bloodlines which we would know as the illuminati are his first circle and then around that circle is the 33 masons and then around that circle is the council of 300 so the world is really controlled by like 300 and whatever that 346 people um, and th- th- those are, those are the people who really, really control what happens in the world because at the end of the day, it's all about the money, the money, root of all evil, correct. Um, and it's all based on that financial structure that comes from these, these circles that just, they get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger as they go out. And, um, that is where um, I truly believe that the power of this, of this plane of existence lies right there. Lies right there. Do you know who the 13 bloodlines are? Um, I know it's like, obviously Rothschild, Morgan. Um, DuPont. DuPont, yes. Uh now I'm drawing a blank. The Kennedy bloodline. The Kennedy. Um, um, I just actually just pulled it up. So so let me just start from the top. We've got we've got the Aster bloodline. Aster, yeah, yep. Uh, the Bundy bloodline. Collins, Dupont. Uh, the Freeman, Kennedy. Um, the Lee, L I bloodline. The Onassis. Onassis, Rockefeller, uh, the Russell bloodline, the Van Duren, (laughs) Merovingen bloodline, (laughs) and then the Rothschild. The Rothschild. But uh, to me, this is spanning (laughs) the entire globe of, of, you know, you've got specific families. Now, the U.S. has a couple of them on here, but just the wealth alone. And they're all, yeah, they're all like positioned around the world and, and they control their, um, you know, specific positions 
you know, as far as their global, um, their global control structure. And it, it, once you, once you dive into it and you start really looking into like who these people are and where their ancestry comes from and, 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 and the, the amount of Kings and Queens and, and presidents and world leaders that are related to these people. It's like, what? I mean, it, it's, it's mind blowing. And, and we, 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 we could do a whole entire segment on this you know, discussing it and, and, and pulling up all this information and, and showing people who, who is related to who and who's related to this line, their cousins here, they're, they're related here. This one shares a mother, this one shares an aunt. This, and they're all interconnected in, in these, this intricate weeds. And it's, it's insane once you actually see it for yourself. So anybody who's listening, go look it up. We're not, we're not just pulling the shit out of our ass. Like this is real information. Like, that phone that you may be listening to this on in your pocket right now is literally the entire information of the world in, in your pocket right now. You, you, could, you can look up anything. You know, we live in this age to where I don't have to go to a library or I don't have to sit in some, some professor's class to learn something. You can literally learn it yourself. And that's where I think that a lot of these people who have been in power are like now trying to, you know, get control over the internet and the, the, the source of information, the flow of information, because they can control the information highway, then they can control people's minds because now they've stopped it. I mean, it's just like, look at how much censorship came from what was happening during the COVID era. I mean, they, they were banning scientists, they were banning doctors, they were deplatforming anybody who went against the narrative. They did not want that information to get out. The same thing that happened with the Hunter Biden laptop story from the New York Post, you know, back right before the election, they censored it, they silenced it. You could, you could not even send that link to that story in a private message on Twitter, nope. in a private DM, they stopped you from being able to DM it. If that doesn't go to show what links that they are able to control the information, I don't know what does. I've, so, I've lost accounts know, just like you have of talking mm-hmm. about the Hunter, Hunter Biden laptop, of talking about yep. doctors, uh, nurses, hospitals being censored for the information they were giving about COVID. Had lost accounts for talking about ivermectin and the, the usefulness of it. And now yep. with this Twitter dumps, with the uh, congressional hearings that are going on, we're hearing all sorts of other stuff that has been going on as far as, <laughs> as censoring. But yeah, that's, that's where I was going with it. You know, these, these people, you know, the, 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 the 13 bloodlines, they, they control the money. Obviously, they've got complete control over the money. They've got complete control over the information, what people hear, what people see. They're the ones who control the the, the media conglomerate that, you know, that, 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 uh, uh put out the operation mockingbird, you know, it, it's, it's all uh, at the end of the day, it always comes down to complete power, complete control. As long as they have complete control over the information and what people hear, what people read, what people see, they, they've got us. And there's not much that we can really do about it other than just keep talking about it and reach as many people as we possibly can. And that's why, they have banned us so many times. I mean, my reach on TikTok has been insane. 
insane. I mean, absolutely insane because I learned how to manipulate the algorithm. I learned how to use the for you page. I learned what, what words to say right at the beginning of the video because you get, you have to get people to stop scrolling because if, if you put a, put a 60 second video out there, if people stop and watch it for between 10 to 15 seconds, that triggers the algorithm to send it out to more people. And then if those people stop and watch it and then they watch it for at least 15 seconds, that triggers the algorithm to send it out to even more people. So that's how the view count on TikTok works. And I've been able to figure out how to manipulate that and how to get people to stop scrolling. And th that's why I became so dangerous to fucking TikTok because I learned, I learned how to manipulate. I learned how to use it. I've lost accounts with 200,000 followers on it. I've lost accounts with 175,000 followers on it. I've lost accounts with fucking 300,000 people on it. I've, I've had videos that have done nine, 10, 11 million views just on one, vi one 60 second video. And I've hit millions of views and they is the reason why they've banned me is so many times is because People want to hear what people like you, people like me, people like Michael, people like Ant, people like all of the people that, you know, we've, we've kind of come into contact with over these last couple of years. People want to hear what we have to say. And we've learned how to, how to get our voice out there. And then they're like, nope, cut your tongue out. You're banned. Oh, because I said something that you didn't agree with. How is that freedom of speech? We don't have freedom of speech. Anymore. It's gone. Yeah. It's gone. It's gone, but the, and that's, that's how they, that's how they control the flow of information. Going back to that, it's how they control, control the flow of information. Like I had this, this person arguing with me on, on my video that I posted today. And I, and I said, like, I, I've known, I, and they, uh, well, how did you know? Well, I was paying attention to the scientists and the doctors who were coming out saying, Hey, um, yeah, the shot is causing heart problems. Um, people are developing myocarditis because of it, but they were banned. They were censored because they didn't want people like you to hear it. Oh, no, that didn't happen. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and come on. You can, you can provide all the data, all the truth, all of the stats, and so many people will just say exactly the same thing. Oh, I don't believe it. <sighs> and that that's... Oh, did you hear... And, 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 and it's you, this going back to it's easier to live your life with your head in the sand than it is to actually put effort into how you're being manipulated, how you're being controlled, how you're being swayed. And then that would just totally mess up your day to day. If you just want to go to work, get up in the morning, have your coffee, go to work, come back home, have a happy hour of beer, come turn on the TV and then go to bed. You don't want anything to mess <laughs> with that problem. You're not going to put in the effort to understand what is actually going on. Yep. I got on the TikTok to see what pedophiles were in my daughter's inbox. That was it. I never, I never dreamed that this is what I'd be doing right now. I'm almost to a hundred shows on my podcast. Um, 25 accounts on alone on just, um, on TikTok. But you know, my, my, re my reach is what it is, but I never thought I would be here just from trying to create an account to see who's talking in my daughter's inbox. And now we've got this <laughs> and it's, it's crazy, to, crazy to think of, of, of how it's evolved in the last two years. But once you yeah. start seeing, you know, once you start seeing that red pill that you swallowed of that, the rabbit holes that you go down and it, and it was, and when I first started, it was just complete, 
nonchalant, well, I'll just click on this and I'll click on this. Ooh, I'll go to that. And then it was like, holy shit, that dot connects to that dot. And then click, 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 click. And then all, all of these are connecting. Wait a second. So that's, that's what a lot of people just don't want to do. They don't want to see it. They don't want to put in that extra work. They just want to be told. Well, if the media is owned by the same fucking companies, you're going to be told the same thing from every news source. And you're, you're already persuaded to think that way. Yes. And you know, my one, some of my favorite videos are when, you know, cause I don't, honestly, I don't do a lot of scrolling on TikTok. Um, I, 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 you know, I'll get people who send me videos and like, I'll go and watch them, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't just sit there on my phone and just like scroll through TikTok. Um, I, I just, I, I post videos, you know, I, I consider myself not a scroller, but a content creator. And, um, but you know, my, some of my favorite videos are when they do like the montage and, and it'll be like CNN, MSNBC, ABC news, CBS, and it'll be a different anchor from each station saying the same exact line, you know, Oh, the walls are closing in on Donald Trump. The walls are closing in on Donald Trump. The walls are closing in on Donald Trump. Donald Trump has the walls closing in on him, you know, and they'll they'll do a montage Well, they'll, they'll put all these, you know, these different people from different shows, from different networks, and they're all saying the same exact thing. So if you're one of those people who prescribe to that, you're getting the same message from just different, different organizations, but they're the same. They're all owned by the same people. That's where I went back with the 4 a.m. talking point. It's here. Here's what you're going to say. Here's how you're going to say it. And it just trickles down to every single broadcast, every single one of them. So if you're one of those people who subscribes to that, how in the hell are you going to find out what, what is really going mm-hmm. on? I'd like to follow and, that and email chain. Yeah. You right. Know, you know what I mean? And like how who, who's originally <laughs> posting this, originally sending this and writing it out to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Where does it come from? Who is, who is, who is the man behind the curtain? You know, we got, we got a, another hot thing that I've been, you know, I I love Jordan Peterson. I've watched him on Joe Rogan podcast. I've watched him in other, um, other, uh, environments where he's, you know, talking to feminist women, um, where he's, you know, in front of groups in front of, you know, speaking engagements. He's a, he's a very interesting man. And one of the things that he's been talking about is chat uh, GPT, and it's this it's this AI brain cell that is learning, constantly learning, constantly updating itself, understanding people's personal algorithms of how they think, how they talk, how they speak. You know, we've got a president that can barely fumble through a written speech for him. At some point, this is going to be our president this is going to be the speaking part of it. And I kind of think we're, we're kind of dealing with a little bit of AI with him right now to where when he gives a speech and then turns around and walks away, we can hear the, we can hear the, you know, the, the reporters in the back, but how do we know they're even there? How do we know that this just wasn't a, you know, a three hour production limit, you know, cut down to five minutes this AI information of chat GT chat chat GPT wasn't the one that was actually speaking for him. And then he turns around and walks away. 
Are you familiar with chat uh, GPT at all? Uh, I, a little bit. Um, I had not done a, a, a really a deep dive into it. I did look up some of the, some of it before, uh, before we went on the air. Um, I do know, I saw something about like 19% of, um, of companies, uh, in the United States could be at risk because of it. Um, I, it's, it, it, honestly, it sounds to me almost like a Skynet type of thing. Um, because if it's, if it's learning on the fly, like, like you say that it is, and, and like, uh, from what I'm saying that it is learning, then we're, we're entering into dangerous territory as far as artificial intelligence is concerned. Because if you have an artificial intelligence that is able to learn on its own, that's one step away from, uh, being self-aware. Mm-hmm. And when, when an artificial intelligence becomes self-aware, oh boy, we're in trouble. Um, because I honestly, if I've learned anything from science fiction, is that uh, artificial intelligence, a self-aware artificial intelligence is going to see humanity as a threat. And what next? I well, mean, we already is, have is, AI, an AI robot um, taking a court case, um, taking a court case and, and presenting a court case for a speeding ticket in front of a judge. <laughs> Um, I'm just looking it up right now. If the, if that AI robot actually won, um, well, NPR is reporting that the AI robot lawyer was set to argue in court and the real lawyer shut it down. AI powered robot won't argue in court. Okay. So this never happened. I guess it was supposed to happen to where this AI robot was supposed to present this court case and real lawyers shut it down. Interesting. That's concerning. I mean, not not just for the, not, not the case, but just the fact that we are we're starting to get to that point in you know because technology is exponential. The faster it gets, the faster it goes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've I've heard that the the smartest artificial intelligence on the planet is smarter than like the top a hundred most smartest people on our planet, people on our planet. But the artificial intelligence that we have, is smarter than the hundred the, uh, together. It's smarter than the top 100 smartest people on our planet. Well, and that's and, concerning. And if you take the Tesla model, Tesla cars, they're, they're, an AI form as well to where when they're going down a road and this one singular car is going down the road, it, it either senses there's a pothole and moves and then pinpoints that or else it goes over the top of the pothole and goes, shit, I just went over a pothole, pinpoints it. It then spreads to every other Tesla that's out there because of the satellites that it's connected to. Oh, so now you've got chat GPT which is a brain cell that is actively growing and learning and being more human-like along with (laughs) AI robots that, you know, if they're going to depopulate the world, they got to have workers. Yeah. If you're creating Mm -hmm. an army full of, of robots along with the $500 billion, whatever the money is that we've sent to Taiwan to order, order uh, computer chips, you add all three of these things together You've got an army, number one. You've got a workforce, number two. You've got servants that you don't have to have sleep. 
you don't, they don't have to be, you know, fed. <laughs> they don't have to have the, the lifestyle that we have. They're just constantly moving. That's scary. Oh. That is Skynet. That is Skynet. And I've, I've, I've told people in the past, like, you know, what if one day somebody finds like a DVD copy of Terminator and they watch it and they go, oh man, this was prophecy. It's a goddamn biography. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and, and the 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 day that it's announced that an AI program is going to be taking over the defenses of the United States of America, we're screwed. <laughs> I mean, we're screwed. Uh, that I mean, and even Elon Musk has said that the most dangerous thing facing humanity is artificial intelligence. Yep. But yet, that's he's the, man the one putting like, in effort to not create but to implement AI. Mm-hmm. So is he and trying to use it for good or is he trying to keep it on his side so that evil, it doesn't end in evil hands? Yeah. Um, good luck with that. Um, but, you know, and, and then he's also the big proponent for neuroly. Yep. Putting a chip inside of everybody's brain. Yep. You know, it's a lot of, a lot of this. And, and I have, you know, I, I've, I've really kind of really, I brought this up a little bit earlier, but I've been really kind of exploring a lot more of my spiritual side lately um, and getting a little bit more, more connected with my spiritual side and, you know, just a lot of things that are happening right now all over the world. And the fact that we're getting to the point where, you know, a mark of the beast is, is becoming very, very, you know, close with, with something like, you know, what, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but the beast system, where it connects everybody via a digital, you know, connection inside of you. Um, you know, that, that's getting, that's getting very, very, very scary. And with, with the rise of artificial intelligence and how quickly, you know, we've gotten to this point, I mean, holy shit, 20 years ago, we were nowhere close to this. No. We were nowhere close. We were nowhere close. We didn't or, have or 20 years ago. was the military our military or, you know, this scientist were they, and, and now it's coming out because now it's been perfected. Now it's starting to come out to where it can be usable. And we know that this is happening because of cameras in 2000, Mm -hmm. when, when (laughs) the, the trade towers, let's just assume that that is what happened when the trade towers got hit, all of those cameras that were all over all of the federal buildings were what were on our phones right now. So how yeah. much more, how much more, how more advanced are those cameras? Yeah. That, just speaking of that, does our military have, and what is the capabilities that that is what, you know, hopefully the population gets to look forward to. Well, how long have they well, been holding on to this and harboring this information? And then that takes <laughs> you all the way back to Germany, to World War II, when we took all of those German soldiers their idea was to take foot soldiers that were not AI, but they were basically ro- com- they were um, human robots mm-hmm. with the chips in their brains or however the setup was. It was basically a fighting force that was computer controlled, not AI mm-hmm. like we know it today, but humanized. It just it all of, just fucking wow. Yeah. Right. So, um, when, 
when I, uh, I went to full cell down in Orlando, um, and my very first class was a technology class. And I'll never forget what my professor said. He said the technology, and this was 2007. Okay. This was at the beginning of just the iPhone era. The, the first iPhone came out in 2007, early 2007. Um, my professor said that whatever technology that you see in the market today, the government is anywhere between 50 or 40 to 50 years more advanced than what is <coughs> on the civilian market. So think about that. That was in 2007. And like I said earlier, technology is exponential. I guarantee you, that they are probably a hundred years more advanced than anything that we see right now. That's crazy to think of. Yes. They are a hundred, they are a hundred years more advanced than anything that is on the civilian market today. So that's why when you're saying that about the cameras and everything, Oh man, it's, it's probably the, the, the technology that is probably on this planet today that is being used in some lab somewhere in Montana is probably so mind blowing that you would think we were living in some type, some type of science fiction world. I guarantee it. Do you believe that the weather balloons from China and I'm going to use air quotes, the weather balloons (laughs) from China, do you, do you believe in that whole story that they were spying on us? (coughs) Um, (coughs) no, uh, I, I don't fully believe it. I don't, I don't, I, I mean, I'll just be honest with you. I, I believe none of what I hear and only half of what I see. Uh, and especially when it comes to, to the government, um, to the media, uh, anything that, that, that comes out of their mouth, I, I'm just going to be like, yeah, you're lying about something. Um, so I don't, I don't fully believe that whole entire story. And it was crazy because they shot down, you know, that, China's Chinese balloon. I'll use the air quotes too. And then like two more objects were shot down one off the coast of Alaska and one, um, right over Lake Erie in Michigan, mm-hmm. all, all within like a couple of days of each other. And, and, and then guess what? Poof gone. Yeah. We're talking and, about it and out of the news in and out. The, the funny thing with out. that is though, is, we're being told that this balloon was going over all of our nuclear sites and taking pictures and reclaiming data when we already allow Russia and China to do that. Anyway, we have satellite, we have this agreement. I can't remember what the name of it is, but we have this agreement to be able to, you know, with our satellites, move them around and every, every day or every once a week or something like that, we're able to take our satellite, go over the top of all of these nuclear silos, or nuclear bases just to make sure that you're saying what you're saying. It's that trust, but verify. And all mm-hmm. three of us do the same damn thing. We we're already doing mm-hmm. it. They already know where our nuclear sites are at. So why are we yep. being told they're looking at our nuclear sites? Yeah. Um, I, I, I just have this kind of, and this is maybe kind of maybe a little bit out there, but the sneaking suspicion that, they are going to, and it, it may happen as soon as next year, who knows? Um, they're they going to potentially try to fake some type of alien invasion with Project Bluebeam and some of the other things that we know about. I just, I had this feeling that eventually 
I don't know if it'll be next year. I don't know if it'll be in five years. I don't know if it'll be in 10 years. But eventually, I believe in order to, to, for them to really form the one world government that we all know they want to do, they're going to stake in an alien invasion. I've been I've, I've been doing a not a lot of research. I've been listening to a lot of a lot of podcasts. Um, Commander David Favor, uh, George Knapp. Um, what's the other guy's name? Jeremy Corbell. Um, they mm-hmm. actually do their own podcast. George Knapp, Jeremy Corbell, and they do it on on aliens. And they do a lot of rate a lot of research. They go and meet people, and it's not it's not you know. The the ones that we think of are oh yeah I got it I got it. I got lifted up into the spaceship and they probed me and then they sent me back down no it's actual verified um, you've got the you've got um, Commander David Fav- uh, Fravor who actually was engaged with one with something that was uh, hovering and moving and then he talks about the it, very interesting podcast this is on the Joe Rogan podcast um, and then there's another one. Uh, what's his name? Lex Friedman, in which he was also on the Joe Rogan podcast, but then he had these two guys on as well. And it's it's actual encounters with something else that is out there. I, we can't be the only ones that are in this galaxy. We can't be the only ones that are out there. That <laughs> there has to be something else. There ha- uh, to me, there has to be. There's too much room in this in this galaxy, this universe, for us to be the only thing out there. And I've told people this. I said, either there are, you know, other forms of life out there and that's terrifying, or we are alone and that's even more terrifying. So I, I, I'm, I'm, a full, I like, I'm standing out and I, where I'm at, uh, we have very little light pollution uh, because I'm, I'm out in the country. So I can look up, I'm looking up right now and I can see just stars for days. It's, it's beautiful, and, isn't it? It is, it is absolutely gorgeous. I mean, I've got a great shot of the Little Dipper. I've got an even better shot of the Big Dipper. Um, I actually came walking out. I was getting ready to go back to Jacksonville um, because at the time I wasn't staying here just yet. And I, I looked up into the sky and I saw this really bright star. And I was like, holy shit, that star is really, really bright. So I sat there and looked at it for a second. And then all of a sudden it dimmed out and then blue explosion outside i basically saw a supernova wow with my own eye wow with my own eye i I saw a supernova so i've got a really really gorgeous view of the night sky and you won't be able to see that in the city there's too many too many lights there's too many lights and so i've got a really good view of the sky and you know i just i can't look up there and just be like okay are we it is this just it are we the only ones there it's 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 not it's not plausible to me. It's possible, but it just doesn't seem very plausible to look up and, and look at the universe and be able to see, you know, all of these stars and, and know that, you know, that's a distant, basically a sun somewhere, you know? Um, you know, I, I've actually, uh, on some nights I can get a really good shot of the actual Milky Way. And, um, you know, it's just, it just doesn't seem, it just, it just doesn't seem plausible that we're the only ones out there. But at the end of the day, what are, I mean, are we ever really going to find out? But that's why I'm saying, I think that in order to start moving humanity towards a 
global one world government, um, we have to have an outside threat. Mm-hmm. We have to we have to have the people of the world come together uh, under one banner, under one threat. And I, I, we all know about the New World Order. We, we've heard about it since, you know, the early 90s when George W. Bush brought the New World Order, you know, and said this is the time to create a New World Order. Um, we all know that the overall goal for most of these people is going to be a one world government. And then that's when you start getting into biblical prophecy and you start getting into, you know, some of the things that are in the Bible about, you know, one world governments and whatnot. But, um, you know, I do think that eventually they're, they're going to, they're going to fake a, a, a an alien invasion. So, um, I, I can definitely they, see that. They, happening. We've definitely gone down the rabbit hole tonight. Have we not? <laughs> Yeah, I've been uh, my I don't. So I, I had Freedom Stick on uh, a couple weeks ago and we talked about this as well. And it's I don't I don't I'm not going to go out there and say there's definitely aliens out there, but it is something to look into. Like, I, I don't believe that mm-hmm. we're alone. Also, the wall, the ice wall, Antarctica, it is it is uh-huh. because it, it's interesting to me because it is so heavily protected. Why are we protecting a land of ice if that's all it is if it's desolate we've got military out there we've got this treaty with all of the major countries in the world that's that Russia just pulled out up. what why did putin pull out nobody's asked him that why why did you leave I did, I, I, that would be my first did, question to him i didn't know i didn't know he had pulled i didn't know russia had pulled out of that treaty yeah yeah he pulled out of that treaty and said fuck you guys and left <laughs> basically but nobody has asked why so what is going on there? So, so I mean, if you want to really, you know, just think outside of the box a little bit, our military, we know, and, and, and whatever else they are, you know, you just said it, they're a hundred years more advanced than we are. Where are they getting these ideas from? You know, and mm-hmm. if, if, if hey, there are aliens on the other side of this ice wall that are that, no, you need to use this technology, you know, that would be, that is so sci-fi. It, trust me, and I and I don't believe it, but it does make a good movie plot. Well, you know, you, you also have to think about you know the world is what seventy percent water, mm-hmm. and we that's what we're told. We, we still don't. That's what we're told. You know, the world is seventy percent water, and we still don't know what's at the bottom of the ocean. We, we, we still haven't even, you know, began to really scratch the surface of what's at the bottom of the ocean. And, you know, it, it just, it, any, I've just gotten to that point in my life where I'm like, anything is possible at this point. Anything is. I mean, there's so much information out there and some of it is internet bullshit, but some of it, you kind of start looking at it and you start reading it and you start, like you say, connecting these dots here and there and, and, and you say, why, why can't I not take my own trip to Antarctica? Why can I not fly down there? And why can I not go and explore myself? Why is there such a heavy military presence from every, every big co- country in the world? And, and they're all just sitting there, buddy, buddy. We got this treaty, this agreement that nobody can go down there and see. Why? That's my question. Why? What was the first thing that, what what happened? Oh, hang on. How do I want to ask this? What happened that made you 
start questioning other things that we've been told. Mine is the globe, the globe that we all grew up with in school. And then they come out saying, well, not all the continents are, are portionate to what they actually are that you see them on the globe. So that way it makes the globe more full. And then I went to say, okay, well, what else, sir? What else have you changed that we're just learning about thirty years later? Then, then that's got. I don't believe that we have a flat Earth. I don't, I don't believe that, but they they are pretty good sellers. That whole philosophy of the flat Earth. I don't, I don't quite subscribe to that. There are some things that does make sense, but then on the other side, there's there's things that make sense about a round Earth as well. The ice mm. wall that we're in this little pod. We don't actually know how big the earth is because if it's produced on TV, they can make it anything they want to. The UN had their emblem of the, of the continents as we know it before we actually went up into space. How do we actually know that that's what everything looks like before we actually were in space? We're able to see it. We're able to see it. So, we could just be in this little sphere of the rest of the earth and we don't even know what's outside. Maybe this wall is a barrier that's holding us all in. It's not Antarctica in a continent in a floating ice cube as we think of it. It's a wall. It is a wall holding us in. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't, I know. I know, man. And, and this goes to that uh, one theory. Um, I can't, I'm trying to pronounce it, but it starts with a T. It's like tart, uh, Tartaria. Have you ever heard of that? I haven't, no. Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm Tartaria. Yeah, Tartaria. Look into that. Um, it was an ancient civilization that was uh, destroyed by mud. Um, now, have you, ever, have you ever looked at the Great Wall of China? Um, just a little bit of, of what I know for the, you know, the wars that they've had and how it was used in wars, but that is, that is it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the great wall of China was supposedly built, uh, to keep out the Mongols, right? Yes. Um, okay. Now, if you look, um, at the great wall, uh, it's backwards. It's backwards. Yes. Like so, to keep China um, in? Yeah, yeah. The cutouts where where you would have your arch, you know, your um, your bowman is actually shooting into China. Interesting. Why would they do that? Yes, yes. Great Wall of China is backwards. So did did the Chinese actually build that wall? And if they did, why would they have their defenses facing towards them and not out? I'm, I'm going to write that down too. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to create a list on the wall. That's called yeah. rabbit holes. <laughs> rabbit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those, those are some of the ones that, you know, <clears throat> they've started to kind of come out and, you know, they've, they've, they, a lot of people have brought up uh, and showed ancient drawings, ancient fiction or ancient pictures, uh, depictions, um, that, you know, are, are just, they're interesting. You know, am I fully subscribed to it? Like you just said about like the whole flatter, like not fully subscribed to it. I don't know, but I don't know a lot of things. And I'm, I'm, I'm always the first person to admit, if you ask me about something, I'll be like, uh, I don't know. Or, or I'm not. And like, even in the Tartaria thing and, and the whole entire, you know, thing about the, 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 
the Great Wall of China. Like I, I don't fully know. You know, I, I'm not an expert in it. Um, but I've I've started to see some things, and I've started to start questioning some things, and that's that's what this whole entire life is about. You just you got to question things. You can't take everything, you know, at, at face value. Take everything with a grain of salt. You research it. You look into it, and if it makes sense, it makes sense. If it doesn't, it doesn't. When it and comes to the, questioning the, things, do you think COVID really brought that out in people because they got bored? We were all trapped at home. You can only watch so much Netflix. Yeah. Um, I've always kind of been like this. Um, especially like I, I started my you know journey into asking the question why uh, back in about 2007, 2000, uh, 2006. Yeah, 2006. And, um, you know, I, I've always, ever since then, I've, I've questioned everything. And I don't, I don't take, you know, when, when somebody tells me something, I'm like, okay, hey, let me look that up. Um, and I think COVID, for the normies, uh, I think COVID did, and the boredom, and, you know, like you said, you can only watch so much Netflix. I think people did start to kind of go, well, this doesn't really make any sense. Or why are we doing this again? Or... You know, a lot of people did start to wake. A lot more people started to really wake up because of COVID. So I'll, I'll say yes to that for sure. Absolutely. The original conspiracy theory has to be the pyramids. Yes, because they've they've gone through and tried using heavy duty equipment to move the same size, depth, density of stone mm-hmm. with this major, massive equipment trying to move it around and they can't do it. And then, so then they, so then one of the theories is, well, there was a lot more water around the globe. Then that was, they they were able to use the the buoyancy to move these rocks. Well, have you ever tried building anything underwater and making it stick into one particular spot? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that at all. No, uh, in my, in my science biology class in college, um, we, we, we were talking about, uh, or we were talking about something and I raised my hand and I said, okay, so then how, cause I think we were talking about something with density and weight. And, and I said, okay, um, how were the pyramids built? And my professor goes, well, so you see, they had this, 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 um, operation of like levers and pulleys. And, 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 and they, they, and I go, so you're, you're, ta- you're telling me that a civilization that was supposedly using chisels and hammers at the time were able to move two ton blocks from a quarry that was a hundred miles away using levers and pulleys. And he was like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly how I did it. I, I just sat there and I, I just, I shook my head and I said, bullshit, bullshit. And another fun story is I was in a car dealership. I was young. I was probably 17, 18 years old, but I was in a car dealership and I was sitting next to this guy and we struck up conversation and um, come to find out that he was from Egypt. And I said, Oh, you're from Egypt. I was like, you ever been to the pyramids? He was like, Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been to the pyramids plenty of times. I go, okay. Honest question. How were they built? And he said, they had help. I go, what do you mean? And he was like, there's, he, 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 no shit. He said, there's absolutely no way that those pyramids were built without some type of extraterrestrial help. And he said, I've been inside. He goes, there are hieroglyphs 
all over the pyramid depicting things that we see as like helicopters today or pods coming down from the sky. He said, and the laser precision cut that they, that they made had to have been done by some type of laser. He said, there is absolutely no way that a person with a hammer and chisel would have been able to continually make a straight line. They would have had some type of, you know, their, their hand would have gotten tired for a second and they would have made a chip here or a chip there. He said, the lines inside are completely laser cut. And, and he was like, I've been inside. I've seen it myself. I, I was just going to bring yeah. up the, the, you know, they, they had help in about the hieroglyphics because the, the hieroglyphics mm-hmm. is how they told stories and mm-hmm. they can, they, the, what, what is that? Archaeologists can go and, and prove when the date that these hieroglyph, hieroglyphics were actually imprinted onto these stones. They can match mm-hmm. it up. If it <laughs> yep. had been altered later on, you know, like some, you know, some wackadoo went in there and said, Oh no, we're going to change their story. They would be able to see until they would be able to see that it was changed. Yeah. Everything and, is and then, lined yeah, up. Look, it's a, it's a, it is a conspiracy theory. 100% true. Mm-hmm. But what is the truth? Well, you look and look at, at the, uh, the people that are depicted in, in these hieroglyphs, elongated head, large, like, Large head, like uh, what we would almost see is like an alien type head. Um, you look at some of their, their gods um, that are depicted. They almost look like aliens. Um, I mean, it, it's, it's all written there. And, and I, I honestly, I believe that we are not the first technologically advanced civilization on this planet. You know, you, 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 did you ever hear the story of the computer that was found that was supposedly 10,000 years old? <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I don't believe we're the first technologically advanced civilization. Uh, I, I believe that the Egyptians and the Atlanteans um, were uh, an, an advanced civilization, and I believe they destroyed themselves with nuclear weapons. And here's why I believe that. The father of, of the nuclear weapon, when, when they was discussing uh, how they how they found how to create nuclear fission his words were we rediscovered the technology well who the fuck did you rediscover it from do you know that yeah i did not know that interesting yes yes the father the father of the nuke um nuclear fission he said they rediscovered the technology huh yep mhm Interesting. Interesting. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. I know. It's so much fun knowing all this shit. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sitting here and, and I'm and I'm listening to you, but I'm 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 processing. Yes, but I'm I'm trying to envision how how did that story go? How did that how did that mm-hmm. guy go? Yeah, we we rediscovered it, and you not get automatically. That's a cuckoo. Yeah. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's. Uh, I know. Have to look I into know. that one. Well, Lambo, this has been definitely a fun conversation, my friend. Appreciate you had, had coming on, man. Um, again, again, two hours in for the show. I we have still have not talked about the reason I wanted you on the podcast <laughs> the first time. So we'll have to have you back on. But I know it's getting late there, and you need to get to bed. 
But, uh, yeah. dude, I appreciate you coming on again. Uh, this has been Doc House. Um, where can we find you at on social media? Uh, you can find me on TikTok uh, at Doc House Forever because I'm never going to quit. So um, that's, that's my TikTok handle right now. Um, I am on Twitter at Doc House Report. Uh, I am going to be relaunching my podcast here uh, as soon as I can get my family and myself situated uh, on our property. So uh, probably about the summertime, I'm going to be relaunching my own podcast. So maybe right before I do that, I can come back on. Um, As far as the uh, other story is concerned, there will be some probably some updates here in the next couple of months on that. And uh, I will reach out to you and kind of let you know how that's going. And I'll give you the exclusive on that one. Outstanding. Outstanding. I appreciate it. Let's, uh, let's definitely do that. And then, uh, we'll get you on right before your podcast goes out and we'll, we'll do some pub for it. All right, brother. I appreciate it, man. Good talking to you. That was doc house. Um, again, thank you for coming on to the show. Um, again, I had a, I had a page full of notes. Um, I did bring up the, the chat GT chat GPT. Can't say that. Um, that was in the notes. If you remember the last show that we had together, uh, we didn't touch anything that was on the notes. I got a page. I got a whole page of, uh, of stuff written down. Um, again, what we're talking about was the, the Casey Anthony um, trial and all of that stuff. He is involved in that, but um, I'm gonna, we're going to save that. We'll use that as a little teaser for what's going on when we have him back on here in a couple months. So that is cool. Um, well-informed guy as you as you heard throughout the show so um i i keep bringing up this the 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 antarctica thing just because it it is very entertaining to me it is very mystic there's there is something out there that is on that is on that piece of of ice that's floating around out there and eventually the truth is going to come out i equate it to the same thing as area 51 you know, remember if during COVID when you had everybody going down that they were going to storm Area 51, storm the 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 Air Force base that's down there, and everybody that I talk to that is that is Air Force involved, they're like, yeah, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> so it's one of those things. It's like you're watching a car wreck. You you know what's going to happen, but you want to see it anyway. I want to see them storm Area 51. Uh, let's just see what happens. So. But something something is out there in Antarctica. I believe, you know, guys who, who think about stuff, they think outside the box, that is something that they think about. And just putting uh, other thoughts into it and, and questioning everything. If I did a podcast, question everything. And Doc House just said the same thing. Question everything. There is nothing wrong with using your freedom of speech. There's nothing wrong with using your mind in an open capacity question everything even if it's something as small as the globe that we grew up with in our classrooms from kindergarten to the day we graduated college that globe has been the same all throughout but then we're told well it's not quite as proportionate as you see on there we we make things a little bit bigger and a little bit smaller there's a little bit more water than what is actually on there but we wanted to fill the globe anyway question everything so great podcast doc house thanks for coming on to the show check him out on on tiktok for sure doc house forever you can find me what am i 1776 podcast 27 
I don't even know what I'm in. I, I'm on account 25, though. Uh, account 25, I'm sorry. Uh, 1776, account 25. Um, so far, holding on strong. I've had this account for three weeks now, I think. Still not uh, not getting the followers on this account, but I believe that I'm getting account, getting followers taken on and then they're taken off and then taken on and then taken off because I know this because I've liked several videos several times. It's like it'll come back up on my FYP and I'll like it again. And I'm like, wait a second. I, I know I've already liked that. So I'll go through the comments and I don't even see the comment that I've left in there. It's very crazy stuff. Um, but they've left me alone for some reason on here. Um, I don't get much, I haven't created the, the types of videos that I was before. So that would be one reason why I don't use my hashtag anymore, which really pisses me off. I don't, uh, promote the, the, you know, packing Patriot, Michael three rows, um, Mr. Freedom stick. I don't promote those guys on there. So that's kind of kept the account around. Um, you know, I, I don't know this is like this TikTok thing. And then you've got our government coming out saying uh, they're going to ban TikTok. And in, in all actuality, TikTok needs us. They need us to stay on and active and, and talking and using the app and fighting to keep the app around before the app gets banned by the U S government. So they're at a very, they're at a, a quite the rock in the hard place. So We'll see what happens with all that, though. Or or it's all a part of their plan. So we'll see what happens. But um, please uh, like this podcast. Hit that follow button. Hit that navigation, the notification bell at the top. Um, I do appreciate everybody who listens, everybody who uh, shares these podcasts. I My hat, my hat goes out to you guys. Um, at purely underscore Lambo on TikTok, extra Lambo on Facebook, and then TikTok. Check out Renegade's Rant Podcast as well. Have a good night, everybody. Peace. I want to bring up an organization that I've talked about the last couple episodes. It is Change Unchained. You can find them at changeunchained.com, as well as the same name on TikTok and Instagram. They are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. They provide temporary living quarters for survivors of trafficking, as well as exploitation in the tiny homes at the Burn It Down Ranch. This is a search and rescue team from badass vets, Troy and Tiffany Yusufer. They've been working anti-trafficking since 2012. This is a great organization. If you would like to help donate, get on changeunchained.com backslash donation, or just get on their website and you can filter your way through. They have two or three permanent homes right now or tiny homes right now. They are working on another one and then another one and then another one. It's going to be a badass ranch for the survivors that they are able to find in the trafficking. If you want to help them out, changeunchained.com.